0: From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. If your child is hospitalized, a team of medical professionals will be involved in his or her care. Doctors and nurses, of course, but are you familiar with the child life specialist? Today, I'm going to talk about the role of this professional with Gina Lozito. She's the child life manager at Upstate Golisano Children's Hospital. Thanks for being here, Gina. Thank you for having me. Now, the title Child Life Specialist, that sounds like a dream job for someone who likes working with children. Can you tell me what's involved in your job?
1: I can tell you it is a dream job for um, people who like to work with children. So the basis of our job is understanding child development and how that is affected by um, being in the hos- hospital or the healthcare system. So we really have a good understanding of development and where kids are going developmentally typical or if they have some special developmental needs we can adjust our um, the way we teach and the way that we prepare kids um, to that level so that's why there's a you have to have a good basis of child development Um, and we help kids and families understand why they're in the hospital um, what's happening to them what they can expect um, and what they can do to kind of cope with being there.
0: Because it can be frightening. It, it is, is typically
1: right? frightening, especially because it's an environment that
0: most people don't understand. So are there child life specialists, I mean, throughout the Gala Center Children's Hospital, the emergency room, that are they everywhere?
1: They are pretty much everywhere. We have them in clinics. We have t- actually two in the emergency room. We have four um, in the inpatient areas. We have one in our um, cancer center clinic. We have one in our hospital. Um, Uh, our OR. We have one in radiology. Um, We have one in our well child clinic and in our outpatient OR over at 550 Harrison. So we're, we're pretty well spread out.
0: So a child coming to the hospital for just about anything is liable to encounter a child life specialist along the way. Yes, absolutely. So does a child life specialist follow a certain child or would they, I mean, is it, how is it set up? So,
1: so we don't, actually foul particular children um, only if they come into the area. So if a child is coming in um, for an operation, they're going to see the child life specialist that works in the OR. If a child is admitted to a particular inpatient unit, they're going to get seen by the child life specialist that works on that unit. And the team is a very cohesive team. So if a child is going to a different area and um, a certain child life specialist works with that child, they're going to communicate to the other child life specialist This is what helps the child. This is what works well for them. This is what mom or dad or the caregiver needs. Um, So we really work as a
0: cohesive team. So it sounds like, is that part of the medical record too? Mm -hmm. Yep, we chart
1: into the medical record and everything.
0: Now, this sounds like a basic question, but why does a hospital have a department devoted to child life? Well, a long
1: time ago, they found that kids... um, pediatric patients were having a very difficult time coping with procedures or even just being in the hospital environment itself. So as child life specialists, our job is to kind of normalize that environment. And we have found through studies um, and experience that kids who are prepared and who experience a more normalized environment cope well in the future. So think about if you're a child who's getting shots or an IV um, and you have no idea what to expect or what's happening, you tend to feel like you're being punished. And if somebody's there explaining what's happening and why they, um, the medical professionals are doing what they're doing, your coping skills go up. And um, this happens for the rest of your life. So you have um, pediatric patients who have experienced some trauma or some, some traumatic experience in the hospital, and then they're less likely to go to the doctor as adults or to get the health care that
0: they need. Do the child life specialists do they sort of do they speak for the child? Or are they there to sort of look out for the child's interests and? In- so we are strong advocates for the
1: child, and we also, which I think is very important, teach children and families how to advocate for themselves. So we can model um, the advocacy um, and we can also teach kids and parents um, how to properly advocate for their child or for kids for themselves.
0: Well, having a child hospitalized for for a parent, that's got to be one of the top stressors. Um, so how does a child life specialist go about helping reduce that stress?
1: So the first thing that we do is actually we can build a rapport with the child. And once a parent sees the child relax and kind of go into that normal play um, and not be as scared um, of what's happening, you definitely see the parents kind of take a deep breath and realize that everything is under control. and vice versa Um, if a child is scared and have you're having a hard time connecting with the child if you can connect with the parent and the child sees that the parent um, sees you as uh, a safe person um, the child will also relax so it kind of works both ways um, depending on the situation and and the intensity of the situation Um, but that's definitely a skill that a child life specialist needs to have is being able to build a rapport with families and kids quickly
0: are there uh because it's got to be it's frightening for the parents too Mm -hmm. to have a child do you have advice for parents as to how to I mean it would be hard as a parent to mask sort of your fright from your child. Are there ways to do that, though?
1: So we call that game face. Ah. Put your game face on. Um, and some of that is the child life specialist um, talking to the parent and and explaining to them that the more um, you are showing fear and the more you're showing um, anxiety, the, your child feels that. Just like when they're an infant, they can feel your emotions at any age. A child can feel they're very in tune to their caregivers and they can feel their emotions. So a lot of times, especially um, when I worked in the OR, I a lot of times had to tell parents, you know, put your game face on, you know, you can kind of lose it after the child goes back to the operating room and we have staff here to support you. Um, But right now we need you to be there, be present and support your child in the best way you can.
0: And it's probably important to have someone there, like a child life specialist, to tell them that mm-hmm. because it makes sense. But you wouldn't necessarily think of it,
1: right? Exactly. And they're caught up in the situation, in the emotions that are happening to them at that time. They have a hard time, like stepping out and realizing, um, maybe the effect that they're having on their child. So, actually, having someone tell you, "This is your job. This is this is what I need you to do right now," has it's never not worked to parents all of a sudden. You have a realization, okay, this is what I need to do. This is
0: what's in the best interest for my child. You're listening to Upstate's Health Link on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with child life manager Gina Lozito. I understand part of the child life specialist job is to help the child and family understand what's happening medically. So, how do you accomplish that when you have potentially a wide range of developmental ages? You might have a three year old sibling, a 10 year old patient a 17-year-old sibling, and and then the parents, and you've got to address all of them.
1: <laughs> um, so that, like I said in the beginning, that is the basis of our job is really understanding child development. And you're going to address each child in a different way. You're going to use language different for a three-year-old than you will for a 10-year-old. And also on that same scale, you're going to also, we are constantly doing assessing and assessing situations. And you can tell when a child doesn't understand what you're saying. And you can also tell, um, we're pretty good about telling development. So I know if a 10 year old isn't actually developmentally a 10-year-old. So I adjust what I'm saying, the the terms that I'm using, the words, the specific words that I'm using um, to their specific development so they know and understand exactly what I'm talking about. And also the hospital language is um, interesting. Um, ter- medical terminology is very interesting, and a lot of kids are very literal. So, if you use terms like IV, um, a catheter that's put in your hand for fluids, um, they might think IV, my mom grows that on a vine outside uh-huh. their house, or we're going to put you on a stretcher. Well, a stretcher stretches things. I'm tall enough. Why are you stretching me? So, you have to be very um, cautious of the words that that you're using with the children
0: that's a good point what sorts of things do child life specialists do to help a child who's going to be hospitalized for days or weeks in terms of making the hospital more home-like
1: on each pediatric unit we have a playroom Um, each playroom has developmentally appropriate toys for ages 19 to 0 um we can't we have special events we have um the syracuse crunch come um sometimes the su basketball players come the football players we have a lot of community support to keep the kids um active and and just with things that are fun for them to do we have a book buddy program so that's a volunteer that comes in and actually brings a book card around and reads to the kids and allows them to pick out a a book um as child life specialists Um, we are definitely skilled in that development. So we know which games and which activities kids really like to play. We are blessed with a very, very giving community. So we have PlayStations in every room, um, flat screen TVs. Um, we're all equipped with iPads to help kids, um, kind of be distracted during those intense moments.
0: What happens if a birthday or a holiday happens while they're in the hospital?
1: So that actually is the fun time. Um, uh, For instance, like Halloween, we do a Halloween. um, They call it a parade, but it's more like, you know, trick or treating that kids do at their own house. Mind you, we do it at 1030 in the morning, not at night. Um, But we have um, volunteers from all over the hospital that get stationed in the different er all through um, the Children's Hospital. And we call those houses. And all the kids go through the two floors of the Children's Hospital and kind of trick or treat. And I can guarantee they get twice as much um, toys, little gifts, candy, anything um, that they could ever possibly want um, than they would at home.
0: Neat. Well, do you find that doctors and nurses and other medical professionals have a respect for the child life specialist?
1: Absolutely, we do a lot of education about our role and how we are here to help them. If a kid and or caregiver are coping really well, um, that actually makes their job easier. If a physician or a nurse has to do a procedure, and we can distract the kids or um, talk a kid through the procedure, so they're able to hold still and cooperate. that absolutely makes the nurse
0: and the doctor's job a lot easier. So we definitely work as a cohesive team. How does someone who's interested in this career path get started? How do you become a child life specialist? So
1: it is an actual bachelor's degree in a child as a child life as your um, major. Um, our local colleges, Syracuse University and um, Utica College in Utica, both have the child life major. There are colleges across the United States. Um, You have to get a bachelor's degree in child life, and then you have to do a 600-hour internship. Um, It's one full semester, usually your last semester in college, and then um, there's a certification exam required.
0: Okay. And then you uh, hospitals are the main place where they would be employed? I yeah, guess?
1: hospitals or um, healthcare clinics. Some pediatrician's office have them um, um, if they're going to do minor procedures or immunizations and stuff like that. Some um, across the United States, there are some dental um, offices mm. that have
0: them. Well, what type of person do you think makes the best child life specialist? Like, what sort of personality traits would so, you be looking for?
1: <laughs> so, you definitely want someone who can work well with children and adults. So, um, it's it's definitely a misconception that you only have to be able to work with children. But if you think about it, children come with adults attached to them. Sure. Um, so you have to be able to to do both. So you have to be a you know kind of a caring, and um, easygoing, very flexible. Our day is never the same day twice. If you um, go into work expecting that you're going to have an X, Y, and Z day, you are definitely not. Um, anything that you are prepared for, things are just going to get thrown in and you have you have to be able to kind of roll with it um the healthcare field is not uh you not know a typical nine to five uh desk job um so you and you definitely have to um have fun you have to know how to play you have to know how to be funny and have kids kind of warm up
0: to you quickly Does it help to have kids of your own at home? Um,
1: Well, I don't have kids, and I've been doing this for 19 years, so I don't think that's necessary. We actually have quite a few um, people on our team that don't have children. Um, Just because you have children does not mean that you actually are really good at working with them. Um, But, you know, knowing kids in, in development is very helpful.
0: And what about like the medical side of it? Do you, do child life specialists learn, I don't know, anatomy and oh, things yeah. like that? So
1: in a lot of the um, requirements for college, um, we have to take anatomy and physiology, um, medical terminology. So you have to understand the medical piece so you can um, tie the developmental piece to it. So you know what the terminology is and then how to change it so a, so a child would understand.
0: Wow. Well, well, lots of good information. Thank, Thank you. you so much for stopping by. You, My thanks. guest has been Gina Lizito, a child life manager at Upstate Gallesano Children's Hospital. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, Health Link on Air.